0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Hey guys, it's Chris here. What a game. Uh, I am obviously not at Hilton Coliseum today. I had a family Christmas and uh, decided to come back to Clorinda and uh, let Connor and Jared handle all of our coverage. You can check that out all afternoon and evening long at CycloneFanatic.com. Thank you uh, to all of you for tuning in and following along with our coverage and supporting what we do and our sponsors at Cyclone Fanatic. Happy New Year. And what a start to 2023. I guess it's technically not until tomorrow. But that was a hell of a win by Iowa State basketball. And we'll talk about that here for the next 5, 10 minutes or so. We'd love to see your comments here on our StreamYard, wherever you're watching. If it's Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, you can chime right in. Of course, I'll be posting this on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network as well. We are uh, presented, as always, for, man, a long time now uh, with our post-game thoughts here from Carl Chevrolet. Iowa State dominates Baylor today. Um, Really, I went into halftime thinking, well, first of all, I was wrong. I picked Iowa State to lose this game. I wanted to see how the Cyclones looked without Jazz Kuntz, and they played really well. I felt like Iowa State really should have been down by, like, 10 points at halftime. I don't know how uh, they they somehow had a lead going into the break and they came out with a phenomenal game plan, I thought, in the second half and really, really had Baylor rattled, I thought. The the M V P for me today, and you look at the box score, and I think it's really easy to say, Well, it was Gabe Kalsher. Anytime Gabe hits five threes, you know, you feel like we better win that one if Gabe Kalsher is hitting five threes, and he was phenomenal with 23 points, seven of 13 from the field. When you couple that with uh, Caleb Grill, so usually it's like if one of those guys has a good game, you feel pretty good about Iowa State. When both of those guys play well, Iowa State's a really difficult team to beat. Caleb hits five threes as well with 18 points. But, folks, the freshman, Taman Lipsy, was the MVP today for Iowa State. Eight points – eight assists uh, for Iowa State, three steals. He was phenomenal. He had five rebounds from the point guard position. Taman Lipsy was the guy you really saw when he came off the bench uh, after being in foul trouble there in the first half. And when he came back into the basketball game, that was when things changed up for Iowa State. Uh, It was really interesting perspective. I don't usually watch a lot of games from Hilton – uh, from my couch, but as I mentioned, I'm here uh, with my fam- having my family Christmas today. Um, and Fran Frischella, who loves the Big Twelve, great basketball mind. He kept making the uh, Monte Morris comparison, and I'm like, "Damn it, Fran, don't do that." Monte's the greatest of all time at Iowa State, but I get it though. Because do you remember Monte's freshman year at the end of the year, Fred Hoiberg's famous quote, I remember him saying when we were prepping for that Sweet 16 game at Madison Square Garden, he's like, I just can't keep him off the court. And, and Taman Lipsy is starting to develop that for Iowa State here as we're starting to learn more and more about this basketball team. I just didn't like the way the, that this game set up. With Jazz being out, you hadn't played in a couple of weeks, but they looked fresh. Uh, they were really good defensively. Uh, you, you hold Baylor, who's an elite shooting team, five of 22 from three-point range. Just some of that is, you know, you go into the luck factor when it comes to three-point shots. But Iowa State's pressure really, really bothered Baylor. I love the uh, high pressure the, the, of the with the press that you saw Iowa State throwing on there from time to time. And Baylor didn't want any piece of that whatsoever. I just love um, – so we, we talk about Lipsy. You know, I, I turn to my dad in the second half of that game, and, I, and I'm looking at Grill, and I'm looking at Kalash, and I go, this is a game you absolutely can't you can't give away when you have a night where both of those guys are shooting it the way that they are. It was good to see Jaron Holmes, who struggled early on, um, come out in the second half and was really kind of that guy for Iowa State. i got to give some props to Trey King. I think he's been better than I thought he would be in first two games. Uh, his body looks great. We'll see if the grind kind of catches up to him after he hasn't played for a couple of years. But I, I'm looking at the five rebounds for Trey King. I'm not as concerned about how much he is scoring. Uh, if, if he's going to be out there, he needs to be playing good defense and rebounding the basketball. And and he did both of those things today. Uh, another thing, too, we saw a couple of plays from Robert Jones in the game. Uh, again, plays that Robert was simply incapable of of making a year ago. And you saw him do it against elite big men today uh, against Baylor. So uh, this was a good team win. This was, in my opinion, a I don't know if i called the 10 threes from Grill and Kausher exactly sustainable, but a lot of that um, was created from your defense, right? There was the one play uh, where, where, where Lipsy gets the steal, goes on the fast break, finds a trailer, and Kalsher in the second half, and it was just like those are the beautiful type of plays and shots that that this team's going to have to win with grit. And that first half, to me, that that's what that was. Clearly, Iowa State is out talented in that half, but they had their whole, you know, their whole little process thing. It's a cliche now around Iowa State, but it's true. And they stuck with it. And again, somehow, you look up at the scoreboard, and Iowa State has a three point lead, and that crowd's on fire. To start the second half so what does this mean right now with the big 12 i look at this and you guys tell me what you think but i so i have a pretty good read i think if iowa state gets to eight wins in the big 12 it will be an ncaa tournament team Uh, so you don't necessarily have to win out at home to me this is like this is almost like stealing one to me all the metrics had Baylor winning this game. Um, Vegas had Baylor winning this game. Not that I count because I'm an idiot. I thought that Baylor would win this game. You go out and win it by 15. It feels like you stole this one to me. And now I, I almost feel like if you're going to try and get to that eight, this is a plus one type of deal. And that, that's what Scott is asking on the um, – On the Facebook page right now, do we hold par in Big Twelve play? Well, um, you know, this one, Texas and Kansas, for sure. You're all going to be you're going to be an underdog at home for sure in all those games. So you kind of say, okay, and no, I don't think that this team. I think this team will win. Some road games, right? We saw that team last year do it a couple times. This isn't like those classic Hoiberg and Johnny Orr teams, where Wayne Morgan teams, where they would win out at home and lose out on the road. These guys just don't don't play that that style of ball. They may be a, a home underdog to TCU as well, but you just look at it and you go, "Well, we need two of those," and boom, you got one today. So that that's huge. That that's really really huge. And then you have another game coming up on Saturday or on Wednesday night at Oklahoma. I'm gonna just pull this up real quick and see where Ken Palm has Iowa State and Oklahoma because I feel like that one's gonna be pretty close, pretty darn close to a pick 'em. Uh, it's gonna be Oklahoma will be favored by three, three to four. Two to four points, we'll say, in that basketball game. So yeah, you're darn right. You held court in the Big Twelve today, and I think this is a, this was a plus. Um, listen, I mean, I, this was a, this was a really, really, really gritty win, and I think it was also important for the team to see the offense kind of be there without Jazz. I understand, like when you look at the box score. There's not a lot of, like, oh, Jazz is, like, a hyper-important dude. If you watch the games and if you watch the team closely, I would love to know the number if there's, like, double assists, like in hockey. And I bet Jazz would be at the top of the scoreboard with all those. He keeps the ball moving. He's the team's best rebounder. This is really, really big. I would also guess, knowing TJ as closely as I do, uh, he throw out a month. I guess I would be surprised. I I, I – I think the man probably threw that out there, thinking it would be less, and that that would be a worst case scenario. So, man, what a great win! I don't, I don't really have a lot more else to say. I'm going to read read some of your comments here. Um, Chris, watching on Facebook, says, "Great win! The defense was intense all game. I love it. It absolutely was. And some of those early shots that Baylor hit uh, were really tough shots. They, they were really, they were really tough." Uh, Smoky ASMR. Some big momentum he's watching on YouTube. Start off the slate could help us, push us farther than expected. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go the one-game-at-a-time thing because, again, I'm not just going to sit here and make on 10 threes from Grill and Kalsher. This was a great win, but we all know watching this team um, up until now, they're going to have to win in different ways each and every night. As long as they bring that defensive intensity like they did today, it will lead to better things on the offensive end. And I I do feel really good about the offense in this sense. Uh, You know, at this point last year, how many games that Iowa State had in the 50s and 40s that were just gross? It seems like this team's floor is going to be a lot higher offensively than what we saw a year ago. Now, I don't know if its ceiling is as high without Isaiah Brockington and Tyrese Hunter But I do think that they're not going to have as many – and they're going to have some nights in the 50s. I truly believe that. I don't think they're going to have as many of those nights. And uh, this was just a great win. I'm really ecstatic. I thought they were going to lose today. I didn't feel good about this game at all. Um, And I'm really, really pumped up. That was a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Really wish I could have been there, but it was just as fun, too, to sit here and watch the game with all my family. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Get out there, uh, watch the end of the women's game. They were up big on Texas Tech the last time I saw, so it looks like the women were going to be starting 1-0 in Big 12 play as well. Thanks to Carl Chevrolet. We'll have full coverage of today's game. Jared and Connor are there at Hilton Coliseum, so be sure to check that out. I'm Chris Williams, your final today. Seventy-seven to sixty-two. Iowa State starts Big Twelve play, one and O. And by gosh, that feels good. Happy New Year, guys! Have a fantastic Saturday evening.